Blog Talk Radio. Talk, huh? Even though we're a tad bit late here for the people listening to us, you're here, here at United Wrestling Council Radio. I'm your host, Fabi Chulo. Um, Jackie Cadillac's supposed to be with us. I'm going to try her again real quick, um, even though we had a big mishap at the beginning here. Got us back online. Let me see if I can just get a hold of her real quick, and if she doesn't answer, we're going to move on to something else. We'll call Alexander Vega and see if he can come on early because we got so much wrestling to talk about. So we'll try her real quick. Don't forget, you can see us every. Let's see us. You can listen to us every Friday from seven to eight thirty, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Hopefully, it'll be connected and we'll be able to go. Looks like my co-host is not there, so there we go, problem number two. But anyways, I'll tell you what, since we're going to go ahead and talk about that, let's just uh, put in our first sponsor real quick for Paul's Photo. Paul's Photo, far and away, is the best store for all your camera needs. Located in the city of Torrance, they have the best prices and professional advice from beginner to pro. Still photos or video, Paul's Photo will take care of all your photo and video needs. Located at 23845 Hawthorne Boulevard in the city of Torrance. You can call Mark at 310-375-7014. And you can always go to paulsphoto.com. Paul's Photo, ready, willing, and able to help you with all your camera needs. I highly recommend also that you go to check out his Facebook page. I believe it's under Paul's Photos. Um, they, he keeps a lot of people up to date and does like these little things like showing lighting and, and keeping everything active or whatever on, on his um Facebook page, so you might want to check that out, Paul's Photos. Um, uh, it should be under Paul's Photos. I don't know if it's under Mark himself. Let me get the okay first. If it's okay with him, we'll, we'll give that out if you guys want to go check him out on his social media. So, anyways, we're supposed to have Jackie Catalina on with us. We're going to talk about the Senior Nationals. She went to the Senior National Olympic Trials in the city, of, uh, the city in the state of Iowa, which was pretty cool. We had John Thomas on last week, and we talked a little bit about what it, once you get to that specific level you know, what it takes to, to keep going, you know, because she was in shape, you know, she'd been wrestling for a while, I, I just want to know what it is, and then when you when you look on her social media, it says she came in fifth, she found a few things that she needs to tweak, and then she thinks she can get there, so I was interested to see what exactly that she's talking about as far as that, you know, to get to get to that next level. Plus, with the coronavirus, I think they might have canceled a couple of the uh, Olympic finals or whatever it takes to get to the Olympics. So I wanted to talk to her a little bit about that. But since she didn't answer, no big deal. We'll try to get her on later on. So coming up, I'm going to try to call him a little bit earlier so we can get him on. Alexander Vega, who we've had on this show before, 
He used to be part of uh, the team of La Raza with myself, Nicolette Marie, Freddie Flores. Freddie Flores, I don't know what happened to him. He went somewhere else, and they're going to be wrestling each other in a in a form or eight man tag team or whatever. So we're going to talk about that. That's a big show coming up tomorrow. Um, myself and Nicolette Marie have a huge show coming up in the city of Laguna Hills. Uh, they got expanded. We went to the last one, and it was just packed. So since they did so well, now they're going to bring Psycho Clown from AAA. He's coming uh, to be on the show, and that's going to be huge. So you could go to my social media to check more about that show. Um, it's going to be myself. Uh, I believe it's going to be myself and Camacho and Power Baby Genesis in a three-way. So i got to make sure that that's what's happening because I know I'm definitely Camacho's in it. I'm in it, and I think the third person is going to be Power Baby Genesis, but like I was talking about before, when we get Alex on here, I'm gonna talk to him a little bit bit about that too. That I had to up my game. Um, it was, and I, can't, I was talking to DJ Vos, and we were talking about that. How when you see these guys, how professional they look. Like I was saying, I've been in the business for so long, and I saw these guys, and I'm like, dude, I I got up my game. These guys are really, you know, you could tell main event guys, boots look nice, you know, uh, nice gear, mascaras matching the gear and everything like that. So Nicolette Marie and I took a trip to Manuel Quiros, um, who does most of – I would say he does probably – 70% of the gear for the people from SoCal and all over. A lot of guys, even um, uh, a couple of guys from WWE go down there to get their stuff done by him. There's, uh, he, he makes a lot of gear. So even though this COVID is going on and uh, we're starting to gradually get back into the scene, um, when I asked him, you know, hey, I need a pair of just plain black trunks, I'll put my own stuff on them, and Nick uh, Marie ordered a top, and she got some shorts over there. He said, yeah, it's going to be probably a month to three months to get your gear made. So that's how, how busy he is. He, he If you go on his social media, uh, Manuel Quiros, he was making some pants for somebody, and he was ironing down some stripes on them. And then he, Jesus Rodriguez, who was uh, Alberto Darrio's uh, announcer, who, who has wrestled for a while. People, a lot of people don't know that. He even trained over here at, at um, in Anaheim with me for a little while, he went on to, to do some independent wrestling. He had uh, Manuel make him some gear, and he put that on his social media. It's like, dude, every time he makes my gear, it surprises me even more. So a lot of people stepping up their game, including me. I got some. I ordered some new boots. They just came the other day, got those all cleaned up and ready to go. Um, got some, some stuff from Kiro's. I got some a whole bunch of stuff to to really bring it out because, I mean, people are up in their game because it's been such a long time since people have been wrestling. So we'll talk to Alex a little bit about that. Big show coming up for him tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit about that. And I'm going to get his thoughts on, <laughs> you know, I used to look so forward to Wednesdays to watching AEW because it was different. And they, they're, now I'm sorry, man. I, there's a lot of people up there that I know and that I respect heavily, heavily. Chris Daniels and, and, and Frankie Kazarian, people like that who I've known for a long time. But I just don't get it, man. I don't get the the – Going out and having dinner and singing and going and hold on, <coughs> Tony Schiavone getting waxed <coughs> and stuff like that. I don't I don't understand. And then just right now, when SmackDown was on, I was watching that. They um they started uh, uh, some court. Otis was in court uh, with the and JBL was the judge and it was just ridiculous. Hold on. Sorry, I had to take a drink because I was gonna start coughing. But I want to talk to him a little bit about that. I don't know where, where, what avenue we're taking, but this is what makes me mad. This is what, to me, makes people make fun of wrestling. Because when you tell people, hey, I'm a professor, oh, that fake stuff, they see that crap 
on on the TV, and that's why it happens. That's why I'm 100% Lucha Libre, um, 100% New Japan, and and places like that because they don't they do stuff to build an audience and they do stuff to build you know the, the big match. We call it the end of the world or whatever. But I just don't get why you have to. Chris Jericho is one of the people who I personally have the utmost respect for that dude he wrestled out here in wpw he wrestled at all nations um years ago was the only guy that spoke english and that's why he was so good and you know new japan and all that i just don't get why you have to go have dinner and break out into song and do silly stuff like that i mean just do not get it so we'll take a break i'm gonna see if i can get alex on here early i'll get his thoughts on that maybe it's just me i don't know so let's take a quick break we'll come back we'll talk to alexander vega if not we'll keep going to the What I'm talking about for the people listeners, you're here, you're at UWC Radio. Don't forget, you can check us out every. It took us a minute to get on air this time because we had some complications. It might have been operator error. I don't want to. I don't want to start passing judgment and saying it was all. It was all blog talk or whatever. But um, hold on, real quick. I'm gonna put this number in real quick so we can get to Alex. Real quick, seven, six, five. Okay, there we go. Real quick before we get to Alexander Vega and talk some wrestling, don't forget you can always check out my people at Yards After Contact. Got to check out Yards After Contact printing service, apparel, and, of course, custom cornhole boards. Check them out at yardsaftercontact.com. And you can also check out their Facebook page with great pictures of some of their custom cornhole boards which are really cool and especially their custom uwc united wrestling council shirts modeled by our own manny pinson you got to check those out because there's some cool um i'll try to put up some of the where he had to take a chop i think he had the uwc shirt on there so we'll try to put that so you can check it out so don't forget you can check out yards after contact get your custom gear today i highly recommend that you go to yards after contact facebook as well that they got some cool but you you could see those custom cornhole boards and everything there they're they're slamming uh manny is actually i think he's going to be out of town for for part of this week and next week but when he comes back we're going to talk a little bit about you know because we're close to doing the show you know we're right around the corner we just have to put a few things together and find out what the deal is with the covid and talk about maybe getting one of those custom boards so when we do the next live broadcast we can have it for you guys we can play some chop trivia so let's go ahead and give alex a call and see if it's there hopefully i put the right number down because i'm going 100 miles an hour here because i'm by myself take a drink real quick while he answers Hello. Hello, can I speak to Alexander Vega? Uh, you have the wrong number. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Guess what? I just called the wrong number on the air. 
All right, you know what? My bad. I'm going to have to take another quick break and get the right number. How about that? We'll be right back. And I could see why they're in the main event. 
So I, I had to up my game. I, I, I ordered some, some boots. You know, I went to Kiros and, and had some stuff made. I had some black trunks made and stuff like, you know, that to really up my game because I thought, man, this these guys are serious. You know, I don't want to go out there looking like a slob while, while they're, um, while they're uh, you know, out there, out there um, you know, in the main event or whatever. So do you kind of see that right now real, real quick, Alex, before – I mean, because I know you guys – you worked at OCCW or whatever not too long ago or, or what's been going on, but do, do you kind of see that, that since there's been such a long layoff, people are really starting to up their game and train and get in shape and, and hook up the gear? Definitely. You know, with this time off, not doing that would be a disservice to yourself, you know, taking yeah. care of yourself, putting in that work. Now that we have the time to do so, that's definitely something that anyone should be doing. I know I've been trying to do that myself. So I got a few stuff in the works, getting things ready, and hopefully I'll be able to debut it soon. Well, here's the deal. I had been training. I mean, seriously, it was only – honestly, I had only been training maybe, I'm going to say five and a half uh, six weeks before that show, really started to tighten up my diet and, and you know, to get in shape. But when I got, <laughs> I thought I was in shape. But when I got there, these dudes were in. I mean, you could tell they're like, dude, if I'm gonna be off, I'm gonna train. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be ready to go. And it really showed. I mean, it made me up my game. You know, after all that. So, I think the point I'm trying to get to. Uh, for the people listeners, we're talking to Alexander Vega. Big show coming up for him tomorrow. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Is is uh, I think it's going to make a turn for the better as far as independent wrestling goes. I mean, people are really starting up the game. So this is here, my, myself and, and Manny Pinson, who is the owner of the United Wrestling Council, this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to, uh, with this Fed here, we're trying to, to spotlight the SoCal wrestlers. We're trying to get them... So in other words, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring definitely bring Alex for for the first show when we have that. What's going on with Freddie? I don't know. And and what we want to do is when we bring somebody like Mecha Wolf or or Bestia or whatever, we want to put them with you guys, you know, so they could see, hey man, these guys can go with with these guys and put on a good show. And and that's the whole I- idea behind United Wrestling Council. So that that's that's what we're looking forward to now. Yourself. I mean, you got to be looking forward to that too, man. I mean, I think once this COVID stuff is over, it's really going to be huge, and the independent scene is going to be, I mean, on point and and bigger than ever, right? Would you agree? I definitely agree. Right now, it's a time to take advantage of situations like this. For myself, I've been working a few shows here and there. I'm going to be obviously at Halloween Pony, which will be tomorrow. I'm also going to be in the show in a few weeks in Arizona in Yuma for VWE. So I'm yes. I'm out there trying to grind and to make sure that I get my name out there and and be able to be in positions to face like you say wrestlers like Mecca Wolf. Yeah, how was how was that first show when you had been off for a while and you had, you did that first show? How was it? Because I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. I I took a few bumps, not as many as as I usually do, but dude, I was I was pretty sore the next day because there's training. But there's there's diff it's a lot different when you're when you're in the ring, you know, training as well as a show or whatever because I hadn't been in the ring training, I'd just been training, you know, getting myself together. But it's a big difference training in the ring than it is just lifting weights, you know? Oh, definitely. And luckily I've had the privilege to be right now training with uh Mariachi Loco and Little Cholo. So I've mm-hmm. not stopped. I, like they say, I stay ready so I don't have to get ready. Mm. They're training on Fridays over there, Kino. They're training on Fridays and Thursdays uh, weekly at the Delo Jiu-Jitsu. So if anyone is interested, 
most definitely hit up little Cholo, Mariachi Loco in the DMs, and try to get that information for the Lucha Homies Wrestling School. Yeah, it's at it's at eighty three eighty one Catella Avenue. Let me let me. You know what? I just got that off the top of my head. Let me make sure that I put that down because not only that, but the big Halloween purging is coming. It's it's already tomorrow night. It's going to be. Uh, what time the doors open? Do you know, my friend? The doors open at five p.m. and tickets are twenty dollars. Definitely, I'm missing. It's eight three eight one Catella Boulevard in Staten, California. Yes. So you you definitely want to go check it out. Now, here's here's the match that, that we're talking about. It's going to be Freddy Flores, who's ex-La Raza. I don't know if he's still in there because I, I'm not in there anymore. It's going to be Freddy Flores and Freddy Helmet as Divine Intervention with uh, Mikey O'Shea and Vito Fortelli versus Gustin Uberstead, Jack Cartwell, Alexander Vega, and Azrael. Now, <clears throat> I got to, you know, I heard a lot about this Jack Cartwright or whatever. So he was actually at that show that we did out there in Laguna Hills. I didn't get a chance to see his match. I've just heard a lot about him. Tell us, okay, first of all, tell us a little bit about how this all came about. What the heck's going on with Fred? Is, is it a Freddy thing? You know, Freddy Flores and Freddy Elmuth or whatever. What what led to all this this uh, this mess right here? Well, originally what it led up to it, yes, Freddy Flores and I are no longer a tag team. Bastards stabbed me right in the back. So, you know, me and him are no longer a go. With them, they also backstabbed Azrael at the last show. So now they yeah. have beef with Azrael. Mikey Yoshi right. and Vito had unfortunately had problems with Goosen. So Goosen and Cartwheel had lost to Vito. So it's just a culmination of all the bad guys, which is Divine Intervention, Mikey Yoshi, Vito Fratelli, just right. making our lives a little bit harder. So it's now our time. And make sure to get the, our shots in. Yeah, that that's going to be a heck of a match. So for the people listening, make sure you check it out. It's the Halloween Purging. It's tomorrow. It's at the uh, OCCW Dojo. It's at 8381 Catella Avenue in the city of Stanton. It's going to be Freddie Flores and Freddie Helmuth, Mikey O'Shea and Vito versus Gustin Uberstud, Jack Cartwheel, and Alexander Vega with Azriel. So I'm definitely looking forward, you know, to checking out that show or whatever. So um, for the people listening to us, the, the Halloween purging is a little bit different than, than the other shows. I mean, it's it's pretty dark. You know, they got they got it, – it's kind of like a different setup. And then they have, like, these big dudes that come out, and if somebody gets laid out, they don't have time, you know, to, to, to lick their wounds or whatever. These big guys just grab them and take them to the back, and they're out of there, you know? Yes, definitely. We there's masked men around the ring at all times, and you yeah. better be careful. Even if you're in the crowd, be careful because these guys are creepy out there, and I don't know what they're <laughs> up to and where they take you. Because luckily, I've been the victim of being on the winning side more often than not in the purge. So yeah. you better be careful when you're around these people. So the the, the question I have for you is since. Freddie Flores has went to the other side. I don't know what what's going on with him. Freddie Helmuth has always been a nut, so I, I'm not even you know thinking about. He's always just that dude's always been on like on his own program or whatever. He to me he doesn't even want to wrestle. He just wants to come out and do damage. You know if he can find a stick or or something, he just wants to just like cause mayhem or whatever. But Freddie, on the other hand, I, he 
somebody that I thought, you know, this guy, if he if he keeps it on track, can go somewhere, especially teamed with you or whatever. What the heck made him decide to to, to go balls out Rambo and go somewhere else and 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 if with anything align himself with the Freddie Helmuth? Can you enlighten us on that? You know what? I think it's the time old someone was in his ear giving him the wrong information. You know that happens a lot in this business. You get the wrong person to get in here, fill you up with these bad ideas, making you think that they're good. And that's exactly what I think happened to Flores. He got helmets in his ear. He had all these people telling him, oh, we can do this, we're going to do this. Me and him were successful tag team champions. It had to be yeah. someone else yeah. feeding him all this wrong information in order to make the decision that he made. Yeah, I don't I don't like this Mexican on Mexican or Mexican on Puerto Rican crime or whatever. If you see when I advertised that you were coming on today, I put the picture up of when we were all La Raza, it was myself, um, Nicolette Marie, you, Freddie Flores, and we that night in particular is when they brought that six sided ring, which I thought was cool. It's never it's never been back over there at O C C W again. But I, I you know, I thought that ring was really cool. It was different. It brought a different element, you know, to it. And we ended up I think that match it was it was us against uh uh Jonathan Malice and then Tony Reyes. And somebody else, I can't remember who the third person was uh, against us or whatever, but that match ended up going almost 30 minutes. And it, it, it the whole thing itself, because uh, uh, Dakota came out of the crowd and she went after Nicolette Marie, and it turned, it, it, the whole thing was about 45 minutes, uh, you know, when we had that. So we were, we were, oh, when we were all united as as the Rasa, and we had that one match in particular, I thought that was honestly one one of the one of the best times I've ever had because we just went out, had fun, did damage. Everybody liked it. Everybody went home happy. That that six sided ring brought a different element to the game. So I mean, what happened after that? I mean, people go their own way or whatever. But I mean, would you agree? I mean, I thought that was one of the best times we ever had. You know. It definitely was a crazy, like you said, that ring is definitely a different element. I've never been inside a six-sided ring. I've always seen yeah. it on Lucha Libre, and I've seen it on TNA. But for me, yeah. that was one of my bucket lists to be inside a six-sided ring. So that definitely added a lot of mayhem to what we had, and it, it was just a crazy event regardless. Yeah, and, and uh, even though I've been in the business for such a long time, that was even my first time in the six-sided ring. I thought it was really cool. The only thing is, I think, because they had it up against the wall, I think they should have brought it out to the middle. I don't know if it was a seating thing or whatever, but I think if it would have been in the middle, it would have blew the roof off that place. Then, Freddie again, uh, Flores, went on his own. I don't know what he was thinking, so it was you and I against the felines um, uh, a couple of months after that or whatever, and we were on a roll, man. I mean, we, we did damage you know, against the felines. Everything was moving, and then everything kind of kind of fell apart i'm old i got injured i had to get my hips you know replaced or whatever uh but just for the record i'm 100 percent now so just that uh, hold on a second i'm gonna do a quick service announcement you get you um, uh, real quick okay alex you got it hold on <clears throat> yeah jonathan malice yeah you need to bring the rasa back man forget those dudes anyways um we we were on a roll and then when i left 
it, it just seems like, you know, I, I wanted you guys to just keep going. As the Raza had the gear, you know, the black with the silver, you guys were on a roll. So that's that's what I was hoping for. So what's the game plan now? I mean, I know you got these guys with you or whatever. You're just going to go singles and try to go for the, the OCCW Heavyweight Championship? Is that the goal? Or what's the main goal for Alexander Vega? The main goal for Alexander Vega is to let himself be known to the world. Uh, let everybody know what I'm about. I think they've only been able to see just a glimpse of what I can do in a tag team. Obviously, you have another person kind of helping you along the way. Now, as a singles competitor, I can finally show my true strength, my true power, my true agility. And that I know I am a powerhouse, but I'm much more than just that. And it's about showing that, yes, I eventually will like to go for the OCCW heavyweight title as, as much as I would like to go for any heavyweight title in all promotions. So any and all challengers i'm more than welcome to have a fight with just just about anybody they put in front of me yeah well what what we have planned for you <clears throat> and i've talked with with the owner um manny pinson who's the the owner of the united wrestling council which like you said we're trying to show showcase some of the rest i i unfortunately um We'll just be booking that that day what we got going together, but we decided to put you. There's a dude named Super Canero that came from Mexico. He he was uh, uh, he can't you know with all this stuff with Trump and all that. He had a, okay this, real quick before we get into that. You can you hang can you hang with us for a few more minutes, um, Alex? You got it. Okay, he he said with all this stuff with with. Uh, your paperwork to get over here with all the Trump and all this stuff. He said that he was on a bus. They were going to Mexico City or something like that. They got uh, robbed. You know, some guys, some uh, pandilleros or whatever, got on the bus and took the took their paperwork. He goes. He said, I don't care that they took you know my laptop and my phone and all. He goes, but when they took my paperwork, that's what killed me because I couldn't get back and forth. So he finally came over here and. Um, uh, Nicolette Marie got a chance to talk to him, and he was saying, yeah, you know, I'm here. I really want to, you know, do some damage. So we're thinking Super Canero, Alexander Vega, and, Alexander Vega and the Unholy versus uh, Damien, Mechawolf, and Bestia Say Say Say. That's what, that's what we're working on for this show. So, I mean, I'm just putting that out there. I don't want to say, hey, this is set in stone or whatever, because you never know what's going to happen. But that's what we talked about. We talked a lot about that, and that's what we're looking forward to. So we, we really, I mean, and you're cool with that, right? Oh, most definitely. That is a, definitely a great cast of characters. Definitely yeah. some of the legendary wrestlers there. So, yes. Y- yeah, more we, than a year. More they did yeah, they did a signing uh, over at uh, the Wrestling Guy store. So we went and talked to them, and, and, you know, they're like, especially back then, it was probably about, about a month and a half ago, two months ago, and they were just itching, you know, because nobody was doing anything. They're like, dude, give us a call, bro. We'll get down here for sure or whatever. So anyways, that's what we're working on. We look, we definitely look forward to that. Can, can you hang on for one more segment, Alex? i got to take a quick break, but there's a couple things I want to run by you real quick because I'm, like, highly upset about this. Can you hang on for one minute? You got it, sir. Hang, hang on, but we'll be right back. Speaking of, of doing the show out there in the city of Torrance for Paul's photos, uh, 
Mark Common has been really working in, in conjunction with the United Wrestling Council to to really work on this show. We have a, he has a great place. It's like almost the perfect place to do a show back there. So we're, we're steadily working on that. So for the people listeners, don't forget check out Paul's photo. Far and away, Paul's photos is the best store for all your camera needs. Located in the city of Torrance, they have the best prices and professional advice from beginner to pro. Still photos or videos, Paul's photo will take care of all your photo and video needs. Located at 23845 Hawthorne Boulevard in the city of Torrance, you can call Mark at 310-375-7014, and you can always go to paulsphoto.com. Paul's photo, ready, willing, and able to help with all your camera needs. Now, I know, Alex, that you missed the the big, you know, we had a big um, live broadcast over there, and we had a photo shoot, you know, and this is was this was the first time that we had a, you know, really get a chance to, we've talked to Paul, but this, you know, had a whole event over there. And let me tell you something. It is a big difference when you have a professional photographer, you know, that, that does the pictures, they have those big screens with the lights and, and stuff like that. And, and some of the pictures that came out were just really, really awesome. I still have some of the wrestlers calling me and saying, Hey, you know, can I get this shot? And can I get that one or whatever? So we're still working on that steadily working to get that going. So we definitely want you to be a part of that next one. But real quick, before I let you go, I'm I'm, I'm running this by you and and you give me your thoughts. You know, I was super, super psyched when AEW, you know, uh, got their TV deal and there was an alternative to watch, you know, besides WWE or whatever. So when they first started out, I mean, it was really cool. They, you know, they were doing some some different stuff. They were strictly concentrating on wrestling. You know, they had the Lucha Brothers. You know, Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega. I mean, those dudes are, are bad dudes. But you know, I, I can't even watch it anymore. I mean, when when they start showing Tony Schiavone getting his nails done, and then they showed him getting waxed and stuff like that, it's like, dude, what? And then and then I started to watch it last week. And Chris Jericho goes out to dinner with MJF, and they start breaking into song or whatever. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? I mean, I don't understand what what that has to do with anything. Because I'm a, I'm opposed this to you, but this is my feeling. And you could tell me your, your your side. This is why people make fun of wrestling. You know, when I tell people, hey man, I'm a professional wrestler, the first thing they oh that fake stuff or whatever. And and to me, it seems like that's the reason why because they see that silliness uh, even right now wwe they had the some court otis and jbl was the judge and uh otis and it was just it was just ridiculous so silly you know especially for the type of athletes that they are do do you agree or do you think we need that crap to draw i don't know the the kid element or something like that no, that i think we need that not 100 percent exactly i mean wrestling has as far as I'm aware, it's always been a, a sport that I love. Because for me, that's what right. it is. It is a sport that I love. Right now, right. AEW, I think what the problem is, is that they, they're not exactly sure who they are anymore. Right now, I know John Moxley is their world champion. Cody is a TNA, TNT champion. And you know what? I don't even know who the women's champion is at this point because they don't highlight <laughs> women wrestling anymore. So I don't know who yeah. their world champions there, but... They have a lot of talent, and I don't think they're appreciating or putting value behind their talent. They are going yeah. through this hokey stuff. I think they're trying to compare themselves to WWE as opposed to trying to separate from what WWE is. And I think they kind of lost their, their path there. Not saying they can't find it, 
it's only year one, and it's definitely a lot more to go. But I think they just need to find who they are and go back to that wrestling roots that Cody and the Bucks yeah. and Page and Tony yeah. were all talking about at the beginning. I think that's what they need to go back to. When 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 New Japan came here to to Long Beach, <clears throat> we went to go check out the show. And let me tell you something. When when you know Cody Rhodes was a heel, and he used Brandy with him as a heel, and they, I mean that dude, it was him and and um, and uh, Marty uh, Marty Skrull against the Gorillas of Destiny. You know the big Samoanos, and they were all supposed to be Bullet Club. But the way they made that show work was amazing. The way he used Brandy, like they they started going back and forth or whatever. One of the big Samoanos, you know, gave him gave him the big slam and was getting ready to splash him. And you know when the the, the Samoanos do that slam, it's no knees or elbows, dude. It's just all you know belly to to you. So if you're not protecting yourself, you, you're going to get squished. So so Brandy, you know, covered Cody. To like you know no 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 don't do it so everybody thought okay he's gonna back up dude he hit that that slam I mean that um, splash on top of Brandy no knees no elbows and I mean that crowd went nuts they they wanted to kill um, the Gorillas of Destiny after that and I thought man that is what I'm talking so when Gorillas of Destiny went over everybody went home happy I mean it was just like man um, or everybody went home uh, like. Not not so much happy, but entertained is a, is a thing. I'm like everybody was talking about that match when, when we were coming out, and then the time before when they had the Bucks, they wrestled uh, Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega. Dude, first of all, we thought they were gonna die because uh, um, Ibushi and one of the Young Bucks went up to the corner and and went up to the third rope, but went to the corner post. And we're gonna jump off from there into the ring, but they started to lean backwards, and they almost a uh, dude. They almost got killed because they almost went straight to the cement. But luckily, the momentum took them back. And but I mean, it was just stuff like that. And I thought, man, this is the best wrestling ever. So I thought that was going to carry over into AEW. But but I don't understand. Maybe you can help me. I don't understand why they can't bring that back into AEW. Cody Rhodes is is turning heel, but it's weird. He's is he mad and and Arn's there and I don't I don't get it. Is he is he he's like in this gray area. But if he if he stayed heel hardcore and used Brandy the way he did in New Japan, I think that alone would would get them to the promised land. I mean, um, would you agree? I definitely do agree. I think what the problem is is that they don't want to be heels for the company cuz they don't think the fan base will believe or or even hate him, and I I completely disagree. I think that Cody should be a heel. I think that's yeah. what he does best. And just yeah. because he's the leader of a company doesn't mean that he can't. You know, yeah. we've seen it time and time again. The Vince McMahon Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think Cody can make it definitely be a def uh, a heel uh, boss leader, whatever you want to call it. I think he can yeah. play that pretty well. Well, what, right now in AEW, who do you think is is the most underrated uh, wrestler there? Because I could tell you that Sonny Kiss, when I see that wrestler, just because it's like an exotico type of gimmick or whatever, when I watch that show, I think, you know what? 
I can make money with that dude. I mean, just that gimmick alone, if you put him with the right dance partner, I, I mean, I think that would draw money. I think that that dude is way underrated. I think you could do a lot with him, and I just don't know if they're using him in the right way. What about yourself? Who do you think is the most underrated over there? You know, in all honesty, it would have to be Kenny Omega because ever since they started AEW, Kenny Omega has kind of gone through the back burner. Kenny Omega made, yeah. if not, New Japan what it was with the Bullet Club and the fact that they're not using Kenny Omega in, in AEW where I would think they'd push him to the, put the rockets on him and take him to the moon. They haven't yeah, really I, done I that. They put other I people and that's, that I find that very surprising. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I haven't seen uh, Christopher Daniels or Frankie Kazarian or or um, Scorpio Sky. I haven't seen them in a while. But when I see what they're putting on as far as their um, their YouTube shows, I'm thinking, man, that's a matchup I'd like to see or whatever, you know. So it's it it's it, they even brought um, Simon Lotto and High Risk out to. To Rancho to the Young Bucks house and had some matches on YouTube there and those were even good matches. I mean it was like just straight wrestling. They did a couple of little little you know vignettes or whatever, but I mean it was I, I just don't know why in the big show they feel that they have to start doing the silliness and the singing and the and the taking a bump in orange juice and stuff like I just I just don't understand it. But anyways, I, I just it just kills me because that stuff kind of makes you seem like the wrestlers seem like you know they're just silly and they're just actors or whatever when it's a sport you know that's that's the point i'm trying to make so luckily here at the united wrestling council we're going to work on getting trying to get back to that we we talked a lot about you know when you watch all japan with terry gordy and, and steve dr death williams bruiser brody stan hansen those dudes just came out and did just did mayhem I mean, you know, it was just so so different back then. So we want to try to mix all that together, as well as bringing, you know, some of the ladies, uh, so that everybody gets uh, what they're looking for when they come and see a show. So we definitely look forward to having you work with us on that. So real quick for the people listening, don't forget check out Alexander Vega. Big show tomorrow is the Halloween purging. It's uh, tomorrow. Uh, doors open at five. First matches at six. It's at the OCCW Dojo, eighty three eighty one Catella Avenue. In the city of Stanton, make sure you check it out. It's going to be Freddie Flores and Freddie Helmuth uh, as Divine Intervention with Mikey O'Shea and Vito Fortelli versus Gustin Uberstud, Jack um, Cartwheel, Alexander Vega, and Azriel. So that right there is going to be slamming. The Purge is a whole different thing. they got a lot going on. You know, there's all kinds of good stuff over there, so you definitely want to make sure and check that out. i got to tell you, Alex, man, it's always good to, you know, to have you on and talk. I, I like to pick your brain on stuff like that because if you, if you look when I, when I advertised you and we're talking and I'm in your ear, you know, we're just talking about, hey, man, if we do this, this is going to be cool, and why don't we do this, and we should, we should kill this guy and all this stuff. So it, it, it's good to get you on so we could, you know, pick your brain and go back and forth and, and kind of get our stuff together. I think it's only a matter of time until we get something back together, the roots, the rasa, or whatever. I, and when we do, it's just going to be major damage because everybody's had time to heal their injuries and get in shape. There's no excuse. I think it's really going to start bringing independent wrestling to the forefront. Would you agree, my friend? I definitely agree, sir, 100%. And I can't wait for us to get back together and, and, and wreck havoc, havoc across all of uh, Southern California. <laughs> Do me a favor, man. Get okay. Take Uberstood, uh, Cartwheel, and Azrael. You tell them to grab Helmuth, Divine, 
uh, I mean Helmuth, Mikey, and Vito, throw them out, take them all out the ring, grab Freddie for us, take him to the ring, and just and just give him such a smack, and then tell him, you know, what's wrong with you, man, or whatever, and just <laughs> get get him smack him back into shape or whatever, because I don't know what's wrong with him going to the other side like that. So for the people listeners, go down and check out that show. Uh, Alexander Vega's ready to go out there and go do some damage, and it's going to be slamming. So hey, look for I I might try to, you know. It'd be nice if I can go down there and check out that show because I haven't got to see you guys in a while. So, well, maybe if if not, we'll be getting in touch with you and get you over here to do a show for UWC. All right, my friend. Sounds good, sir. Thank you very much. All right, man. You got it, Alexander Vega. Everybody, make sure you can check him out. Uh, what's your social media too? I forgot to put that out there. Uh, my social media, uh, uh, Facebook is going to be Alexander Vega, and Instagram is av underscore ja. Av underscore. JV. All right, perfect, man. Hey, look forward to that match tomorrow. Everybody go check it out, and we'll keep in touch. Definitely see you soon. All right, my friend. A million thank yous for coming on. We'll talk to you real soon. Goodbye, sir, and we, I hope to hear from you soon. Absolutely. after contact yards after contact you got to go check them out printing service apparel and of course the custom cornhole boards everybody's into these cornholes now and you got to definitely check out these custom ones that they make they're wrapped i saw the raiders one i saw the long beach one it is tight you definitely have to and plus it's all the rage now and even with us even with the united wrestling council when we do a live broadcast we use those cornhole boards to do chop trivia if you can hit if you can make one somebody will get chopped. If you can make two in a row, you can pick who you want to get chopped. So you definitely have to check that out. So make sure you check out Yards After Contact at yardsaftercontact.com, and you can also check out their Facebook page. Great pictures of some of their work, and especially the custom UWC shirts modeled by our own Manny Pinson. That's Yards After Contact. Get your custom gear today. Make sure you check it out. Um, We went to go meet with Mark Common, and... um, Manny wore his white UWC shirt that he had made over there. I had a black one or whatever, and, and it's pretty cool because, you know, we go meet, everybody sees the UWC. Hey, what's going on with this or whatever? We tell them, hey, we're going to have a big show over here. We're working on it. We're going to start highlighting some of the SoCal wrestlers, you know, that are here because especially out there in the South Bay, Torrance area, they're not too familiar because most of the luchas and stuff like that is out either in the L.A. area uh, East L.A. or South Central L.A. for a lot of the luchas and then Orange County for a lot of the pro wrestling and stuff. So we're going to bring it out there to the South Bay. So, hey, man, a, a million thank yous to Alexander Vega for coming on and talking a little bit about what we have going on. We definitely look forward to getting him in with us. If he can smack some sense into Freddie Flores, we would like to bring him over too. If we can reunite as the roots, because let me tell you something, if it's myself, Alexander Vega, Freddie Flores, and Nicolette Marie, it's it'll be damaged. And maybe we can even talk to um, the guys out there at SoCal Pro to bring that six-sided ring. That six-sided ring brings a whole new dimension 
to the pro wrestling. It was I've been doing this for so many years, and I that particular ring and that match and that whole night sticks out in my head because we had so much fun. Everybody was hot. The people went home happy. It was like one of the best times I ever had. So I'll talk to Manny. Maybe we can um, get that out here. It's got to come from San Diego, so it might cost a little extra. So let me do a quick another quick service in-service message uh, to the owner here. <clears throat> Manny, let's get that six-sided ring over here. It's from San Diego. It's going to cost a little bit extra, but it'll definitely be worth it. So uh, we'll work a little overtime. Get that bad boy out here. All right, we'll see you then. Anyways, he's going to send me what? So we definitely want to get that out here and, and check it out. I'm telling you, man, it, it'll definitely be worth it. So um, sorry we couldn't get Jackie on here. I know she's got a lot going on. I know she's been training. Yeah, I know she came back and she had to to. to do a long drive to get somewhere else. When you're an Olympic wrestler, athletic competitor, I'm sure that you got a lot going on. She even had uh, a place called the Wrestling Store or whatever, um, the Wrestling Shop that that made some custom gear for her whole crew, for her dad and and Stephanie and the whole crew that they it said Catalina Wildcat Wrestling or whatever it was really cool. Wanted to talk to her a little bit about that, but you know, no big deal. Maybe we can get her on later and talk about you know competing out there because that's that's top of the food chain so you know maybe we could talk her into you know once this is all over and she wins her gold medal and does whatever she can do bring her into the pro wrestling scene because i think she would do major major damage on that wrestling scene so with all that being said we appreciate everybody you know checking us out here at the united wrestling council make sure you check out uwc um, right now we're just on Blog Talk, so you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com slash United Wrestling Council if you want to hear some of the archives. Um, we're working on doing some live stuff. Uh, next time we meet with Mark, maybe we could do one more of those photo sessions slash live broadcast to get some more of the wrestlers out there. You can meet them, get a chance to talk to them, take some pictures with them even some professional pictures with all the wrestlers so we could do that before we have the big show out there in Taurus. But we are steadily working on it because we want to showcase some of this SoCal talent. So appreciate everybody being here. A million thank yous. We'll see everybody here next Friday. I'll load it up next Friday for sure. Uh, you know, things happen, you know, especially on a Friday at 7. A lot of people are training and they got stuff going on. So we'll, I'll load it up next week so we can make sure and hear from everybody and get some more thoughts on this pro wrestling, you know, and the silliness of going out to dinner and stuff like that. So with all that being said, we'll see everybody here next Friday. Don't forget, check out Paul's photo, and don't forget Yards After Contact. Great sponsors with a lot coming up. When they get those VIP booths over there at the wrestling, it's going to be slamming. So make sure you check it out. All right, we'll see everybody here next week. Well,